parents strongly caution, the following programs are intended for mature audiences over the age of 18. These programs may contain intense violence, sexual situations, coarse language, and suggestive dialogue. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, episode number 97. This one goes out to all the ladies. Ghost in the Shell Month, Chad Bonin, Momocon Talk. I think we got ourselves a show. The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. My name is Jose Argumento, and with me tonight is... Is Samurai Real Maddox. And... Sketch. And... Your esteemed announcer, Jim Nelson. And joining us... Hey, I'm Chad. And you're super, super awesome, Chad. We've had you on the show before because you're the Toonami panel moderator. And what are you doing again uh, this year? Drinking. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Looks I was like gonna say did, it looks like somebody had a different New Year's resolution than the rest of oh, us. I, that's I, accurate. Drink more. <laughs> I, uh, I was hoping you'd say tsunami panel moderator again, but I guess yeah, we've uh, this time. Well, this time it's, it's personal. Well, this time it is personal. A few days from now, after you hear this, probably we will be having the uh, second tsunami panel at MomoCon in two years. It'll be Saturday, May. Ooh, ooh. 20, what's that, third, fourth? Fifth, <laughs> uh, I think, right? Saturday. Think Saturday, so fifth. Hold on. 24th. Okay. Why don't we Saturday open makes... up a calendar? <laughs> it's That's 24th. It's the 24th sketch, right? Yeah. Saturday, May 24th at 7 p.m. We've got an hour-long Toonami interview, Q&A, and whoop, whoop. all this other excitement with the Toonami crew, including... Jason DeMarco and the voice actress for Sarah. So, oh yes, Dana. I get to see Dana again. Yay, we get to meet Dana. Well, I, I've met her. I get to meet Dana. <laughs> I have not met her. Darrell doesn't get to meet Dana. She's super no. nice. Yeah, Ask for less sex effects business cards and then just give them out to people at the convention. That's what I'm going to be doing. Because <laughs> she gave me like twenty of them. Wow. So Tsunami just... Panel 2, Electric Boogaloo, complete with Lace Exoflex, featuring Lace Exoflex. Well, one of them. Not the whole yeah. show. and Boogaloo Strength. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a dandy panel. Yeah. I can't wait. Chad, make sure to take that panel in moderation. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> before, before anybody asks, we don't know anything. Yes, I tweeted that last night, and yes, we cannot stress this enough. We really know nothing. We? Thank you, Sergeant we? Well, Thank you. okay, some of us know about? some things. I know some things. I know you do, but we know some things, but not too much. I know things about things. Yeah. Are we going to tell you? No. We're going to be as surprised as you are, basically, for as, the most part. As I'll tell you later in the podcast, you really want to be in attendance to this panel. I can't stress that enough. If you're in Atlanta, you're going to want to come to Momocon, and you're going to want to come to the Toonami panel. If you can't get it, it'll be online thanks to these guys. But it might not be the same. Well, it won't be the same. But it won't. We'll we'll uh, we'll, uh, well we'll we'll reveal all when it's out. I guess we can't talk about it until it happens. Right. So, um, anyways, uh, there is one more thing because we're talking about this panel. We might as well get this out of the way now, right at the beginning, right up front. Uh, you have some information about the panel that people who cannot attend should know about. Mind sharing that? I will be, uh, by the time you'll be listening to this podcast, you can go to my website, chadbonin.com, 
Or you can just message me on Twitter, Chad Bonin. For people who can't make the panel in person, I will be taking questions that I will ask for you, credited to you, to the Tanami crew. So if you oh, have a good on. question, if you have a bad question, I think it's funny. If you have an okay question, you might get an answer from Jason and the crew, and you might get to see them on the webcast answering your question. Yep. Um, this won't be streaming live, but we're going to have a much faster turnaround time than last year uh, with the video. So uh, Last year was practice. Last year, last year was hell. Um, <laughs> oh, but God. this year will be easy, I hope. Um, it should. We should have a much faster turnaround time. Uh, we expect to have it up, if not, hopefully by next day. So, um, and we're gonna I, like. I guess we kind of have to. I guess up front, you guys should know. Uh, we're not gonna allow anybody else to record anything due to certain things that are gonna be at the panel. Uh, so you guys are going to have to wait for our video cast. Um, yeah, there will be something. How do I say this? There will be something that will be a timed exclusive for the panel, we'll say. Yeah. So um, be looking forward to that. Momocon is going to be really exciting. I know that the good old boys in Atlanta have a lot of stuff planned for us. Good old boys and girls um, have a lot of stuff planned for us in Atlanta and I can't wait, man. I think uh, I think the tsunami future is looking bright. I certainly got square shades. Yep. And and thanks again for joining us because you're you haven't been on the show enough, man. In my opinion, you uh, you do a lot for our community and throwing these panels together. I try. Uh, I'll say. I don't think he throws them together. They're all very well organized. Have you <laughs> seen me plan a panel ever? A I've done. I I've done maybe I, don't know, I guess twenty panels over ten years. At cons, they aren't started till the week of. <laughs> I like for this panel. I'm not even joking. Um, it was last Monday when I started planning this, and that was with a phone call. <laughs> so, I you know I I've never planned a panel before, so I I have no experience. I've been a part of panels. Uh, I was one piece podcast. I was a part of. I was on the One Piece podcast panel. I broke. I. I mean, technically, I was on the One Piece podcast because of Japan panel, but we watched a movie. I didn't really do much. Time to drink. But you kind of made a movie about that. Yeah. So it kind of bounces out. I mean, like, I guess the planning was making the damn movie, but even then, that's not actually planning the panel. It's just planning a screening, which I've done plenty of. I've never done a panel before, though. So that's... I've planned a panel after another panel at a con. That's how. <laughs> Down to the wire. I just work better under pressure. I'd like to say uh, that's true for me, but it's not because <laughs> no Jose tends to go fucking berserk. I do go berserk from the very beginning. <laughs> and Darrell, if Darrell is there, Darrell fucks with his confidence even more. Oh, Darrell ruins everything. <laughs> well, actually, I remember last year you guys were all in the room as I was editing this thing, and you guys got so loud and so annoying. I was just like, "Fuck you guys!" And I put on headphones, and I was like trying to. <laughs> shut you out so i could concentrate on what i was doing um because like because like Darrell was saying whatever comment jim would jim would say whatever comment paul would ask me a question daniel would ask me i'd be like shut the fuck up <laughs> none of you can do what i'm doing right now now i am curious uh how many views did the last tsunami panel get uh not as many as attack on walking no not as many as that um i'm looking at fourteen thousand. Almost fifteen thousand. Yeah, so pretty up there. Yeah, not bad. 
Um, we hope that this one will be bigger uh, because it's a year later. Toonami, you know, is well, much more well known, and at the same time, they put that on their Tumblr account last year for us, which we greatly appreciate. Um, and that was when their Tumblr account wasn't that big. Now they have something crazy like twenty-five thousand followers on their Tumblr account. Jesus. So, anyways, uh, we are. We're really excited for that, and we should probably move on to the Attack on Titan recap. Attack on Titan, Episode 3. A Dim Light Amid Despair, Humanity's Comeback, Part 1. Uh, so we are, we're officially into Aaron, Armin, and Miksa as, um, young adults. So, thank God their voices match perfectly now. <laughs> the terrific three, as I like to call them. And, um, they are, they're basically, we start the episode with them being hazed by, uh, General something or other. And, General Instructor uh, there we go, that's his name. Patrick Sides. He also get uh, also he only drills one of the three. He only drills Armin, um, which uh, because he basically basically the way that one of the passerby uh, upper soldier guys is talking about it, he was like he can tell who's who's already seen hell and who hasn't, which makes it seem kind of funny to me that Armin gets picked on because like that dude has seen hell. Yeah, but he's also about two feet shorter than everybody else, so. That doesn't mean he hasn't seen hell. I mean, he's about... Uh, like, but did he see his mother get eaten? No, he didn't see that, but he had no, his grandpa die. Understand. His yeah, grandpa didn't did get die. to see his grandpa die. And he yeah, saw, he didn't see uh, He did see hundreds eat. of people die, though. Like, I mean, that armored titan bus through, you must have seen what happened to the people who didn't get on the boats. So, anyway. So, anyways, that was just my little nitpick but whatever armin's always going to be a character everybody getting... hates armin everyone's <laughs> always going to pick on armin because armin <laughs> why did they give you armin such like... a terrible name it was my grandfather's name armin He's is the dead. rot of the litter dude he <laughs> armin is the... a leg well the... <laughs> you know I, everybody picks on armin but he is the smartest of the three of them he does like come uh -huh. up with all the best ideas you guys will see he, he also came up with the head he also came up with the biggest friggin zinger in the series I don't have to fight. If it hasn't happened yet, don't talk about it. No, it was in the first episode. Oh, okay, never mind. I don't oh. have to fight because I'm smarter than you. Okay, so um, that uh, so they're being hazed, and we meet our characters that we're mostly going to be following. Anybody uh, else having a Full Metal Jacket moment? Well, if you're hey, not, they're doing you. it wrong. <laughs> dude, it brought back so many memories to me of Basic, dude. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, they're they're being hazed, and we meet Mark, not Marco, Gene, John, John, who John. Uh, John. who gets headbutted, <laughs> which makes me laugh. Ooh, <laughs> I'm gonna join the military police and be la 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 la. <laughs> who said you could sit? <laughs> and then we are introduced to the thing that humanity and tsunami will never forget: Potato Girl. Yes. Oh, yes. So that whole exchange is really funny. We're not going to talk about it because it's like, you what else can you say it. about it? I love <laughs> you got to watch it for yourself. It's so good. It's, it's so hilarious. It's really funny. No matter what the language, Potato Girl is just funny. 
She has a name, but fuck it. We're going to call her Potato Girl. It's Damn Sasha. right. How did you like Sasha my did you, How did you like my tribute to um Potato Girl? <laughs> uh, nice. Anyways, uh, here. So throughout the uh Anyways, Potato Girl does not have things go her way. Um, but one of the big things we're starting to see is them uh, training using an apparatus that is supposed it's to simulate. It's supposed to simulate what it's like using an omnidirectional gear. Um, and it's... The omnidirectional movement gear is the official translation. Sorry to interrupt, Jose, but this needs to be said. Mike McFarlane, Mike McFarlane said at Anime Boston that it is the omnidirectional movement gear. That was the translation that was handed down to them from the guys at Wit Studio. So suck it, weebs. That makes more uh, sense to me, honestly. Why would they it. call it 3D maneuver gear in that culture? Actually, well, they uh, called, that was Crunchyroll. I don't know who yeah. got what script, mm -hmm. but this is one of those times where you can tell that Funimation was getting one thing and, and Crunchyroll is getting another. Exactly, but even still, it's not 3D maneuver gear anymore. It's omnidirectional movement movement gear. It was so never 3D maneuver oh, gear on the Funimation right. version. Ever. There's still people really? who shorthanded to SNK, which confuses me because the only it's, SNK that matters created is, Fury. Yeah, and uh, and King of Fighters. Yes, but Jim, um, you you and I, I we watched it on Crunchyroll. A lot of us watched Buster it. Buster Wolf. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you go to the Funimation version of the subtitle, which is on Hulu. Mm -hmm. It's omnidirectional gear. It's it, oh, really? in fact they even spell Aaron Yeager differently. Hmm. They, I always thought it would make sense to uh, spell. They spell it Yeager like Chuck Yeager, <laughs> the guy that broke the land speed <laughs> record. But I always thought it was Yeager as in like a Pacific Rim Yeager, like a Yeager bomb. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, like, yeah, I was thinking know, a Pacific Rim Yeager most of the time, time, and from what we can, you see, know, if this was a bad dub, it'd be Aaron Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good translation because Yeager does mean Hunter in German. Exactly. Which we we all saw Pacific Rim. Yep, we Jamal. all did. Anyways, we should probably get to the barracks because yeah. I skipped that. Uh, so they're one night in the barracks, and uh, Aaron kind of becomes a little popular because he's seen a Titan up a close and personal, and he, um, you know, he's like, "Look, it's fucking scary as shit, guys." And he kind of, he kind of seems like he doesn't want to be popular about it, but he can't help but get kind of swept up in the fact that oh i'm kind of popular because i've seen a titan up close and um i'm gonna kick everyone's ass and he basically promised i mean you know aaron's uh quest i'm gonna for punch satan in the face oh wrong show <laughs> <laughs> well actually you know everybody says it's cockiness it's it's not cockiness to me it's determination, it's determination. and it's and it's just his blind sheer will that i'm gonna get fucking revenge I'm gonna get revenge, and there's nothing you bitches can do to stop me. And you know he, and eventually that's what he goes sets out to prove. Except he ends up having problems with the the apparatus he's given to simulate the omnidirectional gear, and he keeps mm. falling flat on his face. <laughs> Even Why when did the ground say to Aaron, <laughs> face? <laughs> I uh, I even, have a concussion. Even with the um, even with the uh, aid of Armin and Mikasa trying to help him out and. Tell him like, oh, you need to balance your shit, dude, or whatever. You need to feel it, and everybody's loose telling him. Loose and tight, loose and tight. Bend yeah, your knees, a... wave your arms. Pop tarts. He's <laughs> not pop tarts. Tight well, loose. That's a navy saying. <laughs> Anyways, now that we're all done with that, um, basically he keeps failing, and eventually he turns to uh, Reiner and Brunholt, 
which I'm sure Bert- I'm pronouncing going to end up wrong. I think it's Bertolt. Brian Holt. Brian Holt. Bertolt. Bertolt or something like that. Bertolt. <laughs> it's Reiner and Bertolt. There we go. Damn. Bertolt. So many German names. <laughs> A lot of German names in the show. The fucking Italian is somewhere in fucking Europe. Yeah, obviously Germany. it's in Europe. Germany, probably. It's not. It's probably not Germany, because uh, there's also French people and English names. Like Jean is. Jean. Uh, French. The Holy Roman Empire, then. <laughs> hey, you skipped the part when uh, Aaron and Jean went at it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah so they're officially rivals. Um, the German guy versus the French guy. Ha ha. Um, and, Germany, uh, wins, uh, Germany wins in uh, extra time. And Germany wins over the Asian chick. Thanks to the Eastern European judge. Wow, that, I never realized it before. But man, this show really does uh, make you think about World War II a lot. Anyways. <laughs> Not as much as Italia. Uh, <laughs> Italia's kind of blunt. This show's kind of subtle. Oh, uh, yeah. This show's way more subtle. Though, also, because it's totally not into Jean. So I'm yeah. guessing in the uh, second half of the series, Americans come in and fuck yeah and rule the world and everything. That's how we do it. I guess and cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> We're all, Too bad ain't no black people. We all have to use bigger, that. less efficient, yeah. uh, omnidirectional <laughs> gears. Get less MPGs. <laughs> They're huge because we got to put we got to put our groceries in that too. (laughs) And we buy everything (laughs) at the grocery store. (laughs) Okay, so I'm done now. (laughs) Oh, this went down south so bad. Steve Yurko, draw it. (laughs) Anyways, um. The hell were we talking about? Oh yeah, John is completely disillusioned um, because Aaron basically tells Mika how to cut her hair, and she has this long, beautiful black mane of hair, and he's like, "Ah, oh, oh, that's fuck. a practical thing to say." Yeah. And then uh, uh, either way, it's either way. How dare you make her cut those beautiful locks that I was going to fetish over? Yeah. So, anyways, um, John, they, you can always take her locks of hair. Oh, that's that's creepy. Wrong movie. Uh, he just that, wanted to get a handful in. Never mind. Hey, dude, this isn't sort of the line, right? Let's keep the creep factor <laughs> to a minimum. <laughs> so as I kill Jim with laughter, um, so back to the fucking omnidirectional gears that Darren's still having trouble with. He uh, he talks to you know the two guys we mentioned earlier, Reiner and Bernholt, and. They go out and they spend all night practicing and shot And they says, show you. And they they kind of show you. They skip over the montage actually. Where's my montage? They uh. They were supposed to be the best around, and nothing was ever supposed to get him down. Anyways, I'm so almost done with this, and you guys keep interrupting. It's like, <laughs> like we're just gonna go out I'm here. I'm almost at the end of the episode. No reason. <laughs> we're just gonna go out here in the middle of the night. We're gonna look at the sunrise and. You're going to do just fine. So the day comes, finally, and Aaron has to put himself to the test. And he kind of takes up a surfing pose, which made me go, Aaron surfing, everybody surfing, surfing USA. Um, Reference? Yep. And um, he finally he finally is looks like he's balanced for a little while there. And then it seems like 30 seconds go by, and he falls flat on his ass. No, it was just three seconds. Or whatever, but he was able to hold himself for a, a yeah, but, little yeah, time. Three seconds with, yeah, fucking malfunctioning gear. Which, yeah, the, the Shadis notices immediately, like, huh, 
This gear was malfunctional. Um, I'm going to go reindeer next. Here, try uh, try one that actually works. And Aaron could do it just fine. And then we end the episode with, like, Mikasa, I did it! I'm the best around! No one's ever going to keep me down. And, um, yeah, he... Uh, he just he, says, like, no! <laughs> Mikasa's like, fuck, now I have to follow you into battle. So, um, yeah, they, uh, they end the episode with them flying around their omnidirectional gears and... Spider Aaron, Spider Aaron. <laughs> that's basically the end of the episode. Um, we should probably tech tune on we talk back because we probably did get a couple of these. Oh, the soundtrack of this show is so good. It that's certainly is. I totally forgot about that Japanese song at the end because I totally forgot about it. It puts you to sleep. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not the ending theme. The, not, not the ending theme. The ending the, theme so pleasant. The, the ending <laughs> theme is pleasant, even though it's mm-hmm. kind of hinting at something very horrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, they um, they play this Japanese rock song that wasn't the opening theme or some other theme. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, we have, I think, exactly one Toonami Talkback. You guys are slacking. Woo! Man. I yeah. think we probably could have advertised that slightly better. Yeah, we, we could have, but I'm ah, very man. busy. I only have so much time, Sketch. Anyways, Andy Yuhu, or Yuhu Dude. Or Yoho, is it Yoho? Andy Yoho, but he's uh, at Yuhu Dude. Yoho, all right. So I think we're uh, we made our One Piece reference. We're good. Scattered chunk. Anyways, I think the dub has been handled well so far. Sasha's introduction was welcome comic relief to the series. Yeah, it's about time we had something funny happen in this fucking show. Yeah, don't get used to it. No, you don't. Doesn't last. <laughs> Just a, just maybe a couple more scenes and then, sorry, no funny. Yeah. No funny for you. Yeah, because this, this show's kind of like, hey, this show's not supposed to be funny. Darkness. I think, like, the next two funny things happen in the next episode, and then everything just stops being funny forever. And then John, can, John continues to be the butt monkey, because he's a jackass like that. Is he a butt monkey or a jackass? Those are two different animals. You combine Either way, it involves a posterior. You do not combine those. We know how chimeras are made. There's my full metal <laughs> alchemist reference. Hey, fuck you and your damn alchemy. Nina! <laughs> now you made Sketch act like Skippy in that one episode of Tiny 2 Adventures. Now we got the feels. Anyways, um... I'm so glad. Sketch just slammed his microphone against the table. He's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> Ski guys, I'm giving him. Anyways, we should probably actually move on because oh, I think we're done. Did you see teens, teens react to Attack on Titan? I did see that, actually. No, I haven't. I have Somebody seen that. Somebody said feels twice! <laughs> yeah, it was the girl who hated dubs. Yeah. She really hates dubs. She's like, oh man, you guys need to like fucking, you know, whatever and whatever. I'm just like, shut up. Grow up. You're the completely, you've lost like, your... oh, it's really hard to watch this with subtitles. I mean, I like to, but I just I can't pay attention. <laughs> well, yeah, there were, like it's not that hard to watch them either way, but like, and I understand getting used to one version over the other, mm-hmm. but like, come on, Move anime on. dubs, you... anime dubs tend to be like the best acted dubs like out on there. TV? <laughs> is this on? Is this on TV? Yeah, it's on Adult Swim. Really? <laughs> And he's he's three weeks late. <coughs> Poor guy. He is officially three weeks. Well, late. he he did still get to see Aaron's mother die. So, 
He could mm. catch up. There's not much that's happened. Aaron's mother died. The end. He was going to. Uh, he was going to watch the whole season. Which they can on Netflix, apparently. <laughs> well, not anyway, the, not the English dub. Anyways, well, we uh, we need to move on to uh, ratings and news and all that other stuff you guys want to hear about. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. Attack on Titan comes in at 1,469,000. Bleach, 1,213,000. Space Dandy, 950,000. Ship It In, 931,000. One Piece, 771,000. Blue Exorcist, 766,000. Black Lagoon, 644,000. Beware the Batman, 694,000. Naruto, 567,000. FMA Brotherhood, 556,000. Samurai Jack, 519,000. Star Wars The Clone Wars, 740,000. And Semionic Titans, 552,000. Those are your ratings for May 10th, 2014. Uh, pretty good night. Actually, very good night for Attack on Titan specifically. Yeah, Super good tight. night. And you how know what? Is, uh, does anyone have like how Beyond the or Beware of the Batman did on Saturday mornings? I'm curious if it got more ratings on uh, Toonami. Uh, it, it got it got better ratings on Saturday morning, but those were premieres. So we're gonna have premieres in what eleven weeks, ten weeks? Something yeah, like eleven weeks. So yay. But it definitely, it definitely did really well. Woo-hoo-hoo. I won its time slot for its demographics. That's that's always good. Freaking Attack on Titan beat everything that night, including Family Guy and Boondocks. Suck it, Family Guy. No, and it not just in total viewers in the eighteen to forty nine. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, Attack on Titan's doing great. That's awesome that it's the breakout hit that it is because yeah, I like breakout hits in anime. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we needed one. We needed another one. Oh, yeah. yeah it's been a while. Well, you, you can't expect a breakout hit every time, though. That's like expecting infinite returns, you know? No, I mean, like, between this and Space Dandy, we have we have a pretty damn awesome lineup of just kick-ass mainstream shows. And, of course, with the other mainstays like Bleach and Naruto and, and One Piece, I think, is getting there. Um mm-hmm. That the mainstream is starting to pay attention a little bit more to to this stuff, and that's awesome for us because it just means we're going to get more and more better shows. Yeah, more better. Uh, more better. Yeah. yeah, more better. I just love, uh, the way I love you that term. The English language. Use I'm, proper grammar. More better spelled M O A R. And you might more just better. hear about the future of the block at the panel this weekend. Oh, hang oh, on plug, a... plug, 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 plug. Please go. <laughs> Because last year we announced the uh, one. Anyways, <laughs> what, what Chad was saying is that um, that you guys announced that we didn't. Not we. I wasn't. I wasn't. What do you mean we, Kilo Sabe? <laughs> you were there filming. I was there filming. I didn't announce shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, Chad's right. They did uh, announce uh, one, one piece. piece and Ava two, I believe. Nope. Ava, Ava one point one one. Ava one. Because remember, um, I think a lot of us might have forgotten this, but um, MumbleCon was like towards the beginning of March last year. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they had a, uh, a shift in schedule, and it's actually probably going to be a more summer convention now. Yeah, 
which God knows there's not enough of those. But with uh, MobileCon continuing to uh, have a um, have an attendance increase like this, almost exponential. Um, well, they're they're two thirds of Anime Week in Atlanta's, and that's oh, the wow. default anime convention for you know the South almost. Yeah, Georgia. It's kind of like it's kind of like having um, well much closer together. Uh, you know, two big cons. Like if. Uh, uh, another anime convention in New Hampshire was a lot bigger. You know, it'd be like summer and fall, and spring and well, fall anime Boston. You know, well, talking about uh, other conventions, I do work for another convention, Station Con, which we're like a month after MomoCon now. Yeah, so everybody's yeah. all tapped out on cash. You know, yeah, we had a good three month lead last year and previous years, but now it's like, oh, who wants to go to two cons in a month? Yeah, it gets a little tough just being a Georgia native and going to Dragon Con and Anime Week in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And they're within a month, if not closer. Yeah, Although yeah. everyone I've interacted with regarding mm-hmm. DragonCon this year is like, I'll do one day. I don't need to go fight crowds for four days. I will go on Sunday and get Artist Alley, and that's it. <laughs> well, uh, anyways, we should probably get to the ratings comparison very quickly and go through these very quick, and then we'll get to oh, one last thing. We all need to watch Black Lagoon. What's up? They all need to watch Black Lagoon. I Black Lagoon's doing fine. The six hundred thousand man. Oh, that's know, not I'm, I'm not. I'm, you know the ratings and I guess uh, age group. I guess. Well, no, I'm not gonna gonna when, when we get to the actual summer when school's out, you're gonna see all these numbers go shooting back up. So I think oh, we'll of be course they will. Yeah, I'm not gonna bitch about it anymore because I got it on. Now. I got so, it on Blu-ray. Yeah, you got it on Blu-ray. And I got RBT, man, and the reason why I want people to watch in the first place is so they can see the goddamn OVAs. No, guys, I just I can't accept Johnny Test doing better than yeah. Black Lagoon with the adult demographic. I can't do it. Wait, what? <laughs> yes, Johnny Test actually did better with the adult demographic. Are you shitting me? No. At 6 a.m. airing. Johnny Test is complete and utter garbage. See? I know. This is why I'm outraged. I know. Me, me and Sketch had a nice. We okay. had a brief exchange about so, it. So hold on. If if this trend continues, guys, they're gonna take off Black Lagoon and put in Johnny Test. Yeah, I know you motherfuckers want to see Johnny <gasps> Test, don't you? <laughs> I'm totally fucking kidding. They're not gonna do that. But still, guys, like that's a little fucked up. Anyways, uh, let's go into last year. Uh, Boondocks one million one hundred seventeen thousand. Bleach one million fifty five thousand. Naruto one hundred one million forty eight thousand. Soul Eater, 987,000. Thundercats, 935,000. IGPX, 815,000. Aladaka 7, 710,000. Tenchimuyo GXP, 690,000. Symbionic Titan, 580,000. Brotherhood, 555,000. Bebop, 511,000. Inuyasha, 506,000. And Inuyasha ended that night with 504,000. So ups and downs here and there, but all in all, good night. Uh, Not too bad. Yeah. If I could just mention one thing, um, you know, naturally, if Paul was here, he'd be talking about, you know, Star Wars Clone Wars needs to be moved up. I disagree. I think, if anything, uh, if you move it back, if you have uh, it and Symbionic Titan switch spots, I have a feeling that you have a really good uh, ratings lead into Cartoon Network. Yeah, Yeah, I think it would probably do better at 530. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of a strange thing that works that way. Yeah, it's weird. You wouldn't think that many people would be waking up at 6 a.m. on a Sunday, but... <laughs> You'd be surprised. Anyways. Uh, let's get into the trending. Going very quickly, because we got a lot. 
Aaron, Potato Girl, which is from Attack on Titan, in case you haven't picked that up. Space Dandy, Naruto Shippuden, One Piece, Luffy, Blue Exorcist, Black Lagoon, Beware the Batman, Naruto, FMA Brotherhood, Samurai Jack, excuse me, Star Wars Tasty Coma Wife, and Senbai on a Titan. Worldwide, uh, Potato Girl. That's it. It's kind of weird that Attack on Titan didn't do worldwide. But anyways, Toonami, <laughs> Attack on Titan on mobile, sorry. Mobile, Toonami, Attack on Titan, Potato Girl, Bleach, Space Dandy, Naruto Shippuden, One Piece, Luffy, Blue Exorcist, Beware the Batman, Samurai Jacks, and Bionic Titan. Black Lagoon did... Oh, Black Lagoon did trend in the U.S. Okay, I was like, looking for it. Uh, Pretty good night for trending. We got one worldwide trend, which is always good. Any kind of worldwide trend trend we can get our hands on is good. Yep. We're worldwide. And uh, I hope everybody watches more Attack on Titan and Space Dandy and Bleach. And, <laughs> uh, you know. Doing good. I think, Else. wait, uh, Attack on Titan is the only thing that really competes with Saturday Night Live because it's over at midnight, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't it end at 12.30? I think it ends at 1. It's like 11.30 to 1. No, it's not I don't know. Long. Well, all you, I know is we have that like that twelve thirty sketch where they're like, "Well, I guess we'll crank this one out. It's extra crappy, but we got to fill the time." I don't think it goes until one. That would be a an two hour like show. Well, it's an hour and a half with like musical guests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if they're musical guests nobody wants to see? Like every week. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What does the Wikipedia's say? Ninety three minutes with commercials. Oh, okay. I was like, that's a little long for fucking Saturday Night Live, because I watch it on Hulu. It doesn't feel that long, but well, Hulu that's because I'm skipping around like crazy. They also cut segments on Hulu. Well, I'm also skipping around like crazy. I just dropped something. <laughs> Pick it up, damn Well, that's because you're skipping around like crazy. Yep, skipping around like crazy. Anyways, the uh, the thing that happened last night we need to talk about is the DBZ trailer that Toonami put together. <sighs> Ooh, hammer played. Why, why is everybody, like, so... <laughs> It's a fucking trailer. <laughs> I, think, I think the issue is what it signifies to people. Thank you. Yes, you, you hit the nail right on the head, Shad. Right. Are you in my head right now? I, I, I am digging through your brain and stealing your PIN numbers. Um, <laughs> that promo was the Herald of Galactus. Jim's black. He ain't got no money. <laughs> here's my... Here's my my money is allocated. <laughs> to here's my weird pitch of how Dragon Ball Z could be done on Toonami. Not at all, please. Five you do a thir- you do a thirteen week limited engagement of the movies. You get it out of your system. You don't have to worry about how long a show feels when you have twenty minutes of a two hundred minute fight once a week. <laughs> you I fill don't out two. Don't even play all thirteen. Don't play Bio Brawley. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just nobody needs to see Bio Brawley. Not even yeah, DBZ fans. Cooler's Revenge is such a weird one to start on. Cooler's uh, Revenge is a weird one to start on. It's like, why not Dead Zone? But that's only you an hour. Dead Zone, you could start with uh, like, one of the later ones. Because they played the living one at a time. Out. Children, one at a time. Sketch, go ahead. I think they played the living daylights out of the first three, and Lord Slug is kind of eh. <laughs> so. Well, they played the, the Living Daylights the out of movies. Dragon Ball Z when it was originally on Tsunami. There are DVDs out. There have been out. There are now Blu-rays available. Yeah, but again, I don't see what the big deal is over a movie. It's a movie, guys. Calm down. It's also it, it's a weird, like, we're just throwing a random movie this one week. We're not doing movie month. 
and that well, gives us excuse. It's or, a holiday weekend. That's uh, I think that's their uh, logic yeah. because yeah, because um, there's precedent that. for them to show. Um, My birthday's not that weekends. important. Hmm. Yeah, there's precedent for them to show movies think, on holiday weekends and stuff because that was where the month of movies came from originally, and right. um, uh, really the I think the only two movies that didn't air on um, on uh, holidays were the Evangelion movies. No, they well, on the only the only one of them didn't air on a holiday. It was it was one point one one. Yeah, one point one aired on St. Patrick's Day. What are you all talking about? <laughs> I don't know, man. I was probably oh, too fucking drunk to even right. remember. I'm talking about holiday, um, like holidays that are, um, you know, federal holidays and stuff. Wasn't one Labor Day weekend? Yeah, yeah. The other yeah, one was that two. Was that two point two two? Yeah, it was. Okay, it was Labor Day weekend. Okay, yeah. I probably like am a couple of weeks ahead. All of your logic is flawed. <laughs> Everything I know right. is wrong. It was. It's sad, really. I always remember it's Tsunami's birthday, but St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> hey, I remember St. Patrick's Day, so shut the hell up. Yeah, it's really easy you to do? remember Toonami's birthday. It's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. It's literally was, the same day. I was going to say, Jarrell, you do remember St. Patrick's Day? I should figure you'd be face down in a keg of Guinness. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah. So I, he remembered this most recent St. Patrick's Day. Because he wasn't drunk? <laughs> here's the thing about... We got to get back to DBZ, guys. Anyway. Um, so this DBZ trailer did reveal a couple things. Uh, one, we're getting DBZ in HD. Funimation HD, so take that as you will. Uh, well, I honestly don't see how it pertains to animation like it does. Uh, um, who's what I call it? Um, like regular TV stuff like that. Yes, I read your post on Tumblr about uh, moving four three aspect ratio to sixteen nine, um, but I really don't see how that uh, applies to um, animation as opposed to uh, regular live action. <laughs> Because you are blind. Anyways. Um, well, because I don't know. Because I'm not a tech uh, know-it-all. I can't know everything, Jose. <laughs> how do you wait? How do you not get what 4 by 3 and 16 by 9 is in relevance with Funimation? And, uh, I mean animation, not Funimation. And I know what Sketch is going to say. He's like, the movies are supposed to be seen 16 by 9. You're right. You're absolutely right about that. That's I'm not- actually wondering... Were these... Were the movies also remastered by Funimation? Yes. Everything. Okay, yeah, I, I thought so because honestly, the video of that promo was not so good. You can just tell by the colors of it. And yeah. You're just like, ah, that's not the way DBZ is supposed to look at all. Yeah. What? You go- can compare it to YouTube uploads of the original promo. Insert snarky comment. Dude, you can compare it to like, you know, those kids who take the season sets and just crank up the saturation and upconvert them and filter the shit out of them? Just to get them past the uh, content ID? No, 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 no. That's not what they do. They just do it to like make Dragon Ball Z look in HD or whatever, and you just like it looks like shit. That's what Funimation so basically did. It's it makes every little imperfection stick out so much more. Well, the fact that they also ran they ran two digital video noise reduction processes through the film. And for those of you that don't know, film has grain in it, and inside grain holds all the detail. Now, when you start removing that detail, when you run a digital noise video reduction uh, algorithm through all that stuff, you, it perceives grain as noise. When you start removing that grain, you start removing detail. And something something that went really wrong on those season sets is that certain lines of animation actually got taken out by Funimation. Wow, really? Yeah, it's yeah, it's bad. Okay. I, I don't I don't really like Funimation's remastering of DBZ. 
um, at all. Like I think they did a terrible job of it. In- I hear the new Blu-rays are slightly better. They're still in 16 by 9 no buy. Well, yeah, they're still in 16 by 9 no buy, but, I mean, the restoration process is not well, let's as put it, let's put invasive. It this way. Let's put it this way. If you didn't have the Dragon Boxes, uh, I'm assuming those would have been no buy for you regardless, Jose? Uh, I mean, Even if you didn't have the supposing you didn't have the dragon boxes, if I didn't have the dragon boxes, then they would still be no buy because that's just that's not the way the show's supposed to be. Um, that being yeah, said, the movies are supposed to be sixteen by nine. I'm not complaining about that. The remaster is just <clears throat> crap. Yeah, the the framing is fine. It's just the rest of the video is. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, this is going to be an awkward yeah. topic to top out right after this, but. Sailor Moon's coming back, and they're restoring it mm-hmm. in four by three, just with, like they did with Ron. Boom! Which, well, they're not. It's been restored, isn't it? Well, yeah, this they're, is, they're uh, basing it off the nineteen or sorry, the two thousand nine restoration. But I think Viz is actually going back and being like, we can do a little better. And from mm-hmm. what I've seen, because um, they don't have it in Blu-ray in Japan, it's not. It's coming to Blu-ray for the first time in the U.S. And actually, probably the world. I don't think it's out in Japan on Blu-ray. Hmm. And so we are tweaking that master a little bit. And wow. so it looks better on Blu-ray. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the I've seen the shots. It looks I phenomenal. It so, looks incredible. Yeah, we're uh, we got we got the uh, we got the best end of the stick here when it comes to Sailor Moon, which is weird unbelievable. For, which is weird because it's so weird to say, oh yeah, by the way, Sailor Moon got relicensed. Let's start with that. Well, well there's posted, that. Someone posted on Twitter I just saw, we live in a world where some people actually miss the Deke dub. And I'm not going to lie, I wish that was an extra on it. Yeah, um, but uh, talking to the um, Viz people, the Anime News Network had an interview with uh, Charlene yeah. Ingram and Josh Lopez. They uh, they said they couldn't get it. So, oh, I, I, mean, I understand it's gone or just unavailable, but... You know, I'm sorry. I still kind of like Serena and Lita and what I grew up on. I'm uh, I'm happy that we finally got the show, though, because, like, Sailor Moon is one of those shows that could definitely break out into the mainstream and did break out into the mainstream. Mm-hmm. And just it's a show that if you talk about with, like, people from the 90s, they know Sailor Moon. They're aware of it. Yeah. This show has been off the market as far as a cartoon goes. For about a decade, and people still talk about it. Well, I think uh, ADV's, um, if I remember correctly, ADV's uh, rather uh, lackluster rem- uh, DVD release, which wasn't their fault, by the way, uh, was um, the last time Sailor Moon was available on DV on home media, and um, it, even then, the series wasn't complete because ADV couldn't get all of it. Well, and they also got a crappy transfer from Toei. Well, they, so. I mean, the whole home video release of Sailor Moon was so weird because ADV got one thing, uh, Genion Pioneer got another thing, Deke did their own thing, and it was just, there were so many different things going on when in regards to Sailor Moon that it was like, there's no way to get it all right. Mm-hmm. But now it's going to be right. All yeah, 200 episodes. got everything. All, all 200 episodes. That includes Sailor Stars, which And they is, got all the movies. Yeah. The three movies, the uh, was it just the one OVA, Amy's first date? Uh, whatever tie-in specials, they got them all. Yeah, it's it. They literally got the whole kit and caboodle, except for the live-action show, which was amazing. <laughs> yeah, they didn't get the live-action show, but 
Uh, I think that's like asking, factory will pick that one up. <laughs> I think that's asking for uh, actually, from what I heard, um, even like big Hollywood people were uh, working on it. We're looking for we're looking to get Sailor Moon. I heard Shout Factory was in on it. Well, uh, there that's was a like art. a show that Shout would have been interested. Mill Creek would have been interested in some. Mm-hmm. Thing. Heck, even heck, even Discotech probably would have uh, probably threw yeah. their hat in the ring. Disco yeah, but Discotech doesn't have that kind of cash. And right. From talking to the Funimation people at cons and all, they tried. <laughs> they wanted it. Years. They were doing they it every year. Wanted it bad. Can we get it? Can we do it now? Can we do it now? No. Oh. Now. <laughs> hey, good with you, you Hawkeye show. You're married to that guy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it can also go with Excel Saga because you played the same person. Yeah, I mean, like. Yeah. And Evangelion. <laughs> uh, so we should also talk about the fact they also got the new Sailor Moon series. Yes, so they got Sailor Moon Crystal. Yep. So which that's... I can't help but I can't help but call it Sailor Moon Crystal and immediately think Pokemon for some reason. So I don't know. I was thinking Crystal Meth, man, for some odd reason. Breaking, Holy. <laughs> Breaking Sailor Moon. <laughs> Am I the only one who's just a little wary about Crystal, though? How secretive they're being about it. Um, it's been delayed. Oh, almost a year. It's going to be a bi-weekly show. We've only seen character designs and a logo at this point. Something seems like it's gone wrong during production. I don't think so much that it's gone wrong during production, just that they're being overly careful with this. I think so. And hopefully it end- doesn't end up too safe. You know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be... It's going to be good. It's going to be what it is, um, I'm sure. And it's going to be a Sailor Moon for a new generation because this will probably be a lot of people's first introduction to the franchise. I know. And Heck, I'm stuff. thinking of picking up the Blu-rays. I'm not, I was not the biggest Sailor Moon fan as a kid because, you know, I had enough uh, to deal with in school being called girly, you know, stuff like that. So I didn't really watch Sailor Moon. But now I'm like... You know what? I feel like I need to make up for lost time. My sister was the big Sailor Moon, um, uh, not in the family anyway. So um, I might as well pick this up for her as well, so she can. Oh, watch so it. she was the Moony in the family. She was the Moon Knight. Yes, I was a teenager watching teenage Japanese girls run around in short skirts, basically act like Power Rangers. Yes, I'm right. Loved it. Hmm. Pardon uh, my my <laughs> Japanese Power Rangers was Voltron. So. I mean, my Japanese Power Rangers were the Power Rangers. <laughs> Fair enough. At, was, wasn't that everybody's? <laughs> Touche. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, anyways, exactly. But they didn't have Zordon, though. They didn't have uh, well. Voltron. <laughs> they had Voltron. <laughs> Are you talking about Sailor Moon? Sailor Voltron, Moon had Defenders, uh, Luna, Luna and Artemis. Sailor Moon had uh, Luna and Artemis, and Artemis later. And I guess Queen Serenity. If you count that, uh, I remember. I remember when Sailor Moon was on UPN, and I know a lot of you were going, oh. "What the fuck is UPN?" UPN U- was where U- they aired Enterprise every Monday night. Uh, UPN was where I saw most of the black shows. I was on Main Street. UPN <laughs> was, was like black. Not a lot of stars. If you was black, you was all watching UPN. U- UPN was like BET on, on on regular network television. Exactly. And homeboys, you remember Home Out of Space? <laughs> UPN also carried Red Sox fry games on Fridays. They carried Basically. um they carried SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was well Red Sox games on Fridays for the Boston market because you know they uh, oh, they also did Bruins games on Fridays anyways, too. But that's that's when that's when Sailor Moon aired for me in syndication. It was on UPN. Um, I saw it and it was a good show. I I kind of I didn't I was never like a huge fan of it, but I would watch it every once in a while. I was never embarrassed by it. 
Um, and as for like picking up the new release, probably gonna pass. Uh, I'm probably just gonna go ahead and watch it on Hulu. I don't. I, I mean, I, I very. I don't buy a lot of stuff on physical media anymore. Period. So I'd wanna. I'd wanna listen to the new dub. I have a feeling that um, uh, they're not gonna put the dub on. Um, no, they're not. But that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, when it comes to a dub as a as a voice uh, actor, I kind of need I to hear it. I have a compulsive need to hear it. So. Well, they actually. Yeah, they're uh, starting to put it on uh, Hulu starting tomorrow. Well, Monday. Well, they're also looking at the Ranma Blu-rays to see how to go about uh, the Sailor Moon mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering those are really nice. The Ranma, I actually have the first Ranma set, and I am incredibly excited for the second one because they handled the Ranma set beautifully. Um, and you know what? Um, to uh, we can talk all we want about 90s dubs being really crap, mostly crappy, except for like, you know, a couple Golden of things Boy. here and there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Golden Boy was perfect. Golden Boy <laughs> Cop- was great. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Um, barring down, those. Jose. Barring those. Come on. The Cowboy Bebop was a given, Jose. Come on. How stupid do you think I am? But uh, considering when Ranma happened, which was before Cowboy Bebop, that dub has a certain addictive quality to it. It's, I mean, it's really bad in spots, but I can't fault it too much. <laughs> it's actually, uh, there's an addictive quality to it. And then it just gets better as the series goes on. You know what I keep noticing about Viz? They really like picking up shows that are over 200 episodes. Uh, that's, well, I mean, they do have yeah. manga and stuff. Like, besides, besides a couple of shows here and there, like Tiger and Bunny and Berserk movies and uh, mm. LaGrange... Lagrange was, uh, you know what? Naruto, Lagrange was better Naruto's than it had any. Good. Like uh, their their big money makers beach. are the two hundred plus episode shows, which are exactly. Naruto Shippuden, Naruto the original, um, Bleach, and Bleach. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, let's put it this way: I think it's the uh, larger shows that make it uh, possible for the smaller stuff, like like Excel World, like Lagrange, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, which Excel World and Lagrange are also very good. You should watch them. Um, probably we'll get to Lagrange at some point. Lagrange, Lagrange. Uh, anybody else is... surprised that Viz got it? Which one? Got Sailor uh, Moon. moon. Um, yeah. It was yeah. going to be yeah. them for Funimation at the end of the day. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think anybody else could have ponied it up. <laughs> um, yes and no. Like for some reason, Sailor Moon at Viz just makes a lot of sense to me. I, I for some Did reason they published the manga. Sorry, Kanancha. No, no, no. That was Kanancha. Okay, but that's yeah. all finished now, apparently. Yeah, they're complete on the uh, manga. Yeah, so I never, I never saw like, I never saw like a Texas cast doing it for some reason. Like I could never visual, like every uh, maybe it's the way I, I just perceive their character designs. But I, I look at Serena and all the characters and just I think Valley Girls. And mm. to get that genuine Valley Girl kind of sound, you need people from LA. Well, I kind of disagree. You ever listen to Devil Hunter Yoko? Yeah, they. Yeah, that's not a great dub. It's not a great no, example there. <laughs> no, it isn't. But yeah, I think. Uh, but that come on, aren't there some decent? I mean, look, look. There's a nostalgic girl. part of me that likes Devil Hunter Yoko's dub. It's not a great dub either. No, it isn't. But it's. But I mean, it was eighty. It was one of ADV's first. So, and besides, it has Amanda Winley and Tiffany Grant. And come on, who? And going back to Sailor Moon. Oh, come on. Who wouldn't want to hear J. Michael Tatum as Tuxedo Mask? I actually don't want to hear uh, that. I, I don't. Uh, nah. No. Not using his British voice, of course. But I, whatever voice, I, I don't. I, I don't yeah, think he's right he for could, the role. He could do it, but I don't think he's the quite the right guy for the role. I don't think he's the guy for the role at all. 
I think he's a very talented actor and he could do a lot of cool shit, but Tuxedo Mask should sound younger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, clearly you do not have enough faith in the Tatum. I, I don't oh, think even Tatum wants that plenty, role. <laughs> plenty of faith in the Tatum. I have plenty of faith in the Tatum doing it good. It just sounding right is different. Hmm. If he if he doesn't have the voice for it, he doesn't have the voice for it. Doesn't matter his acting oh, ability. I, I know, I know. <laughs> he was just the first name that came to mind. Although Bryce Pattenbrook yeah. is also not the right voice for it. I know. I was no, 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 no. I love no. Bryce. Bryce is awesome. Don't oh my God, him as Tuxedo put, Mask. You just put intense Bryce in my head as Tuxedo Mask when he's brushing off Serena. Because, like, yeah. I mean... Bryce should play Melvin or whatever his Japanese name is. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm curious, though. What do you think they're going to use the same cast for both shows? Um, huh? I think that's a good idea. Mm. Mm. If you uh, cast in one, you might as well use the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep the continuity. Although in Japan, they are not keeping the same cast, correct? Right. The mm. uh, I think Sailor Moon is the same. Yeah. yeah. Some people feel is a questionable choice. Well, considering how she's like, what, 20 years older? <laughs> Although okay, she still well, makes... Goku although, is like 70-year-old woman, so... I, although almost yeah. 20 you're, years... You're although, making her younger than she actually is. She's pushing 90. Really? Yeah, really? She, she's old. Wow, that's that's and she's still voicing Goku. Hey, Common Rider One still shows up, and the guy's seventy something, sixty something. Yeah, so. no, dude, old people rock. Um, Alan Young was Alan Young came back at ninety three to voice Scrooge McDuck for Ducktales Remastered. So I think he oh. has a beat. Yeah, they were. If they were, they. I heard if they were going to talk about June Foray. <laughs> what? <laughs> we going to talk about June Foray here? Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What are we talking about? June, June Foray. Jim Foray? June. June. What is that? Foray. Oh. I have to look her up to know exactly what she's done, but. Okay, I, I'm really sorry. Legendary voice actress. Rocky the Squirrel. Oh. 96 years old. Okay, Still, I didn't. This is a character. I didn't know who that was. I'm sorry. She was in the original Looney Tunes. <laughs> well, anyway, she's still working today. Yeah, no, again, I, I think old people could pull stuff off perfectly fine, but not. I think her point was Viz got uh, Sailor Moon, and we didn't see that coming, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think it does make a lot of sense. I have the utmost faith in them, given how awesome the Ranma sets have been. So, And, well, the first one was, and I am incredibly excited for the second one on June 24th. Which now... So it's got a digital release. It's got a brick and mortar release. Do we think it'll get a broadcast airing somewhere? Well, we'll talk mm -hmm. about that later. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's a that's a really good question. But we got to talk about something else because it is Ghost in the Shell's twenty fifth anniversary, mm -hmm. and we at least have to make some mention of it on this show somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, Ghost in the Shell Arise announced this. Uh, Funimation announced this week that Ghost in the Shell Arise is going to be dubbed into English. With a brand new cast, they're going to be following the Japanese footsteps. Mm. No Which, Richard uh, Epgar, no Matoko, uh, Kus no uh, Mary Elizabeth playing Matoko. So um, there absolutely won't be anybody from the previous cast. I don't think so. They're probably going to do it in Texas. Yeah, unless they bring Crispin Freeman to Texas for Togusa. But and are, is Togusa even in Arise? Of course he is. Yeah. Okay. It's in the first episode and okay. the third. Okay. Honestly, I just really want Richard back for Bato. Yeah, everything if, else. I want Richard and William back as 
Uh, William yeah. Knight plays Aramaki, and I'm just like, I, who the fuck else is oh, gonna play Aramaki? Yeah, Aramaki, yes, so good. Chris Sabat. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Doing no. his Kuwabara voice. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, Funimation <laughs> has a lot of good old men voices, but so they don't have Aramaki old man voices. Yeah, uh, that's true. They they got they one can't. Aramaki. His name is William fucking Knight. <laughs> Seriously, his name is William fucking Knight. Go look it up. Someone's you know, looking it up right now. We got, we huh. just got so it looks like you're right, Jose. Man. It says it right at the top of the Wikipedia page. William fucking Knight. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Who knew that he had that legally registered as his middle name? Yeah. yeah. And, of course, Richard fucking Epcar should totally play Bato. I don't care how old <laughs> Bato is supposed to be. He fucking should play Bato. I mean, if Richard Epcar can play the Joker, I think he can play um, a younger Bato. We did just get Richard Epcar for Station Con in June in Atlanta. We had him on the show two weeks ago, and he <laughs> wants to do it. So It's awesome. But uh, according to Funimation, says all new English cast, and i got to take that at face value, and <laughs> everybody's mm. going to be recast. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of – I mean, Funimation does have a lot of talented people. They've done an incredible job of building up. And there's a lot of new guys making the plunge, too. So, uh, but I have a feeling they'll probably go with their A-list guys. Like, for example, uh, I don't know why, but I can probably see Colleen Clinkenbeard maybe as, um, as, um, Kisanagi. Uh, no, yeah, Stephanie fuck. Young. Mm, maybe. Well, the thing is, she's supposed it, to be tough. younger. If you, if you listen to the Japanese version on, like, say, Standalone Complex or mm-hmm. any of the Oshii films where Tanaka-san is voicing Kusanagi, um, she has kind of this she's in Mary Elizabeth or Mimi Woods range where she has this kind of lower pitched voice and she counts sounds kind of husky and seduct uh, like a seductress. Sultry. With, yeah, sultry is exactly the word I was yeah. looking for. Um, and Mary Elizabeth and 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 uh, Mimi Woods both kind of had that in that range in a rise. She's played by Maya Sakamoto. Maya Sakamoto mm. is a much higher register than, than yes. either of those two. Yeah. So they're probably going to pick someone like Probably not someone like Monica Rial in, in yeah. the typical Monica Rial voice, but Alexis in her range. Tipton. Alexis Tipton. Maybe Alexis probably. Tipton. Yeah, that sounds – yes. she was going to be my first choice, but I have a feeling that, yes, Alexis Tipton's uh, voice probably is the best one to go with. Yeah. Heck, maybe even Tia Ballard. And then you've, you've got Bato and everybody else who – Sounds similar but different at the same time. Like I'm, I'm yeah. not even super familiar with the Japanese version, but I remember watching Arise. Similarly just... different. You know, Sabbath's gonna take Bato. Yes, uh, he's yeah. <laughs> he was Jigen. He's gonna take Bato now. Yeah. <laughs> um, he will, for, he will for, not quit um, until he has taken all of Richard Cardcar's old <laughs> roles. <laughs> well, um, to be fair, he was Jigen at the same time. Yeah. For Togusov, I think Micah Solosad would actually be a good pick. Uh, he was Soul, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's also coming to Station Con in two months. <laughs> we haven't had him on the show. <laughs> no, he's a shy guy, though. He is very nice. Uh, no, I'd go with Robert McCollum for Togusa. Robert McCollum? Uh-huh. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe even Clifford Chapin, because he's been getting a lot of roles recently. Maybe R. Bruce Elliott in his narrator voice. <laughs> <laughs> and, no! And then I went home to my family. <laughs> That's not. And then that I went home terrible, to my family. Terrible. Terrible. Elliott. I'm starting to think of Arbus Elliot as Aramaki. <laughs> Actually, he I could probably like be Aramaki, but like probably. I don't. The thing is, I've I'm you so used to William Knight, William Richard Knight. Epgar, 
that it's just like it's gonna be so jarring no matter what. It's gonna take me a little while to get used to them. But I've said this before, you know, Ghost in the Shell has never been a show or a franchise that isn't afraid to take risks. They mm-hmm. reboot and ignore the other continuities so often that for them to go into a rise and be like, you know what? Screw everything that came before. We're going to do our own thing. I think that's still brave of them because, and I think to kind of ignore the, the same voice actors, I, I don't want to say like that's mean. I think that's just, this is the way the show needs to go. This is the way forward. Um, uh, you know, we can't, again, we can't we always have... look to the past because our series is always about looking towards the future. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm about to say. We got like a younger audience now, man. So let them hear something different than what we heard. And you know what? The younger audience, no matter what, is going to go back to Ghost in the Shells, be, uh, the old Ghost in the Shells, because those are still amazing. They still look amazing. And people are going to be like, you know what? Uh, people who are older are going to be like, you need to sit down and fucking watch Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because so you know, if, you know, if they care about what they're, um, if they care about, you know, raising their kids right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to show your children. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with showing your kids cyberpunk. The first movie, there's like tons of, not so much the nudity because nudity is whatever, but violence. Like that movie's mm-hmm. pretty violent. Dude, I grew up in the fucking projects for part mm-hmm. of my life. Violence mm-hmm. is just another fucking day in the office. <laughs> I know, and I note that I didn't say okay the for movie. white people, Darrell. For white people, God. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to think of the sheltered white people, Darrell. <laughs> Jesus, nobody ever thinks of them. It's all this minority crap. God. Oh, like bad. to point sorry, out I'm Jim. Hispanic. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm cisgendered white scum. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. Anyway, anyway, I wasn't even referring to the movies. I mean, you can have them. There are good episodes of um, Standalone Complex. And the thing is, you can watch a lot of them in just about any order you want. Well, not all of them. <laughs> well, like I said, I said just about. Um, you know, even even the standalone episodes do have their own. Con- they do take place in continuity. But yeah, you're right. You could show Jungle Cruise, for example, the tank though, episode. Even though that's really extreme to show Jungle Cruise, um, you could show the tank episode. Uh, what is that? Testament or something like that? I'm trying to remember. I don't know. Title. It's like the second episode yeah, of the series or something. like I that. I think it's Testament or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can show whatever. And luckily, that show's really easily available. Like, most of it is on Hulu. The only thing that's really kind of hard to find now is Innocence, which really bums me out because Innocence is kind of an amazing movie. Now, hey, can you give me a quick explanation? I think I have a DVD that's like an Innocence music video DVD. Oh, yeah, that. Um, it's not the what actual film. <laughs> uh, Bondi, not Bondi Entertainment, Bondi Visual made that. And they put it out in Japan, and then Bondi Entertainment licensed it for some reason. And that's the that's what it is. They just made music videos out of footage from the film. Okay. That was one of those I got when Media Play was going out of business. Um, and I guess, I, I guess people have been asked this a lot lately, because I know people have drummed up interest about Ghost in the Shell, because we've been drumming up interest about Ghost in the Shell. Uh, if, you're get, if you're new to the show, this is a good time to talk about this. Here's where you start ghost in the shell has four different continuities now today <laughs> they have nothing to do with each other so pick whichever one you find it looks the most interesting and go with it and then All start getting into the other stuff it's kind of like gundam outside of universal century there's no real strict continuity so you can pick up gundam wing or you can pick up gundam x or gundam 
uh, Mobile Fighter G Gundam. Or Gundam Unicorn. You can pick up any of them and just start anywhere. You don't really need to think about too hard uh, about continuity. So my recommendation is to start with a 1995 film and just go from there. Start with the Oshi stuff. I think that's the strongest stuff. Basically do the uh, chronological order of their release. I mean, like, no, don't do not do chronological order, because if you're going to do chronological order, you got to go back to the manga, which uh, I highly recommend I was reading. talking about the anime series. But even, even the chronological order kind of doesn't even make sense, because in between uh, Ghost in the Shell and Ghost in the Shell Innocence, Standalone mm-hmm. Complex happened. So if you go in chronological order, you're going to be like, why the fuck is the major back? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my problem. Yeah, that's see, my thing is that I, I still don't know a heck of a lot about Ghost in the Shell. I mean, even though I have both series, stuff like that. Yeah, they don't – They don't. Standalone Complex is its own thing. It has nothing to do with the movies. I know people get confused with that all the time. Arise has nothing to do with anything that came before it because uh, I know people are going to be like, oh, man, they retconned Motoko's continuity in, in Standalone Complex. They retconned her whole origin story. I'm like, no, they ignored it completely because Standalone Complex, according to Arise, never happened period. It's its own universe. Standalone complex is its own thing. Arises its own thing. You know, think about it like like Gundam. Like, just because Gundam Wing happened doesn't mean G Gundam, like, ruins its continuity. You know, it's its, its own separate thing. They just use the same characters. And a lot of the time, the same vocal cast. So, that's, that's the way to really approach Ghost of the Shell. Uh, look up the comic book though; it's really good. Uh, some people. I love Shiro's art. I love his art. I think he's a very talented artist, and I wish he would go back to writing comic books instead hey, of he, just drawing porn. Porn. But he makes his money on porn. Hey, no, he he sales. probably just makes his money on Ghost and Shell residuals. <laughs> he probably just sits back. He's like, "Oh wow, that 1998 manga DVD is still in print. Okay, that thing's still selling. I wish I was joking. That thing is actually still selling." Sweet. So, Ghost of the Shell. Love. So, yeah. That's our big, that's our Ghost of the Shell segment. That's our little Ghost of the Shell segment. And um, I enjoyed it. Yep, I had fun. So, before we move any further, we were supposed to have an interview with Near Future, uh, a.k.a. Ben Lovett, and that's still happening. But uh, we decided to reformat our schedule this week so that we can bring you this show and bring you the important information about Momocon, uh, and all the news that happened, including Sailor Moon. And we're going to record that interview on Tuesday. And that's going to be a part of next week's episode when Jim and I are at, and Chad are at Momocon and Sketch and Doral, I guess, are hosting the show. Yes. We yes. won't look it up too bad. So, yeah, you guys will, uh, you guys will hear that interview next Darrell, week. Darrell, did you turn the oven off? Not don't yet. burn down the podcast, Darrell. Please don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll. I mean, technically, we'll still be on it because we're going to be doing the interview. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just that we're going to be having a split squad podcast. Yeah. I guess if that makes sense. If that makes don't any worry sense. about it. We're doing it from remote locations, folks. I know it's the beauty of audio. And I know it's the power of social media, man. All this shit that we be doing now, man. It's the, the show coming to life. Damn Anyways. right. Anyways, I tied it back in. Uh, so look for that interview next week. But for this week, (laughs) 
So the topic this week is going to be Sailor Moon and more female-oriented shows like Monica and others coming to Toonami. Like, what do we think about that? Should that happen? Can it happen? Blah, blah, blah. We're going to be randomly speculating like we do almost every week on this stupid show. So <laughs> you paid your ticket. You have to listen to us talk about this now. <laughs> they didn't pay anything. Yeah, I know. The show's free. Why are you all complaining? <laughs> So anyway, um, Sailor Moon, yeah, um, should it, would it be on Tsunami? Should the remaster be on Tsunami? Um, Not so much the remaster, I think the new yeah. show. Crystal, yeah. yeah Crystal. I, yeah, I think Crystal would be a good spot for it. Um, the thing is, um, in all honesty, I cannot, um, I cannot say that I should, I would want Sailor Moon on it because of what I've said about uh, the, for the same reasons they shouldn't have um, uh, Dragon Ball Z come back to Toonami because that basically means that, you know, it, Toonami kind of goes back on their own words saying we're not a nostalgia block. Basically, the only one I would see that as acceptable for is Outlaw Star because Outlaw Star is friggin' awesome. But well, uh, <laughs> I know Toonami has said that. And short. But I, I don't think they mean like nostalgia in the sense of like oh old shows can never come back that's not that's not what i mean i think they mean yeah. they just like hey we're if we can get them sure but we're not going to make a big deal when we do it's just we're and we're going to concentrate no matter what on the newer stuff and with sailor moon we have a new show coming out a brand right. new in hd everything that's going to look modern as all fuck mm-hmm. uh show of sailor moon coming out and i think this is a perfect opportunity for that because sailor moon has aired on toonami let's air the mm-hmm. new one Mm-hmm. And that's I only think, like twenty six episodes or something. Yeah, maybe I, maybe it's, it's because fun. I was thinking of the um, I was thinking of the uh, t- or talking about the original. But for Sailor Moon Crystal, yeah, eventually I would think that it would um, uh, come to uh, tsunami. It would only make sense, really. Yeah. Well, yeah, the earliest it come of- though would be a year from now at least. Probably for the show even, even longer than that, probably. Yeah, Jay, this is yeah, toy we're talking space about. Dundee on it. Space this Dundee. Is, space Dandy. <laughs> space Dundee. Yeah, space. they would have a heck of a time Estor trying Blaster. to simulcast that. <laughs> well, I mean, if there's, I mean, there are other shows that I think would fit the block, that are much more aimed at female audiences compared to what's on Toonami currently. Um, not that females can't enjoy stuff that's on Toonami. Mm-hmm. But female cast and original demographic almost. Yeah. <laughs> Says five guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we really picked the wrong topic for only guys to discuss, but Fuck it, we're gonna be sexist tonight, goddammit. Actually we're being the complete opposite if you think about it. Yeah, yeah I know. Well, considering that we're talking Let me about put up my fedora and tell you how a woman really feels. Okay. Him, daddy, bunning strikes again. I used to like you, Chad. <laughs> Let me tip my fedora at you and go. Well, actually, hey, I got a fedora. I got two of those motherfuckers. Yeah, fact. don't be proud of that, dude. Yeah, hey, I out, I outgrew that phase. I hey. I gave mine away. I, I want you, dude. Everybody fedora. goes through the fedora phase, and then you're like, "This is really stupid." So, what are the shows that you would consider possible for Toonami? There's Madoka. Yeah, uh, Madoka Magica. You know, I've been um, screaming for Madoka Magica pretty much since the block came back. But ho- both Jose and I agree that it is indeed a very, very uh, healthy gamble for Toonami to play that show. I mean, like, Dark a good... side of magical girls, man. The thing is, before yeah. we even talk about the shows, I think, 
I think Sailor Moon kind of has to be the one to bust the door down because really none of those yeah, other shows. Hold on, yeah. but none of those other shows have the same marketing power that Sailor Moon has. Like Monica right. may be dark mm-hmm. as all fucking hell, and uh, you know, Lagrange may be this cool action show with chicks in it, whatever. Chicks and giant chicks piloting piloting giant robots. Giant robots. Pil- piloting giant robots. Not digging them, piloting them. But anyway, Sailor Moon has the marketing power, though, because mm-hmm. they can totally, mm-hmm. I mean, they just have to say Sailor Moon. They don't even have to cut a promo for it. They will, but they don't have to cut a promo for it. They can be like, hey, Sailor Moon's coming to a TV. <laughs> what fucking channel? But does Viz want to limit the Sailor Moon market to almost to Adult Swim? Well, I, mean, I don't yeah, think that's going to be. Well, I, I think a lot of it isn't going to be up to them. It's like, um, First of all, do they have broadcast rights from Toei? Secondly, if they don't, um, will Toei let them do it? I mean, I, there's a. I mean, we're really putting the cart before the horse. Uh, you know, just assuming that Sailor Moon is, uh, would come back at some point. Well, but, that's um, not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that none of these other shows that we mentioned that are more female-driven, I think, really have a shot because they don't have the same power. That Sailor mm-hmm. Moon does. Yeah, kill, I mean, kill, kill, kill a kill seems to be the highest, like, yeah, attention-grabbing female-led Definitely show in high demand. Though yeah. it's clearly but, intended to be enjoyed by the yeah. male he's, 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 Yeah, exactly. Although there are plenty of characters that the females could enjoy. Yeah, but you well, know, I think that they could enjoy the fact that the that the protagonist is so cool. Mm-hmm. I never finished that show. I probably do. I didn't either. Yeah, I I'm did. halfway through it. I'm not going to even spoil it for you. Please I'm don't. I've been uh, I've been doing an incredibly good, good job of avoiding. For one thing, they may not believe you. No, <laughs> they be like that's not what the show does, is it? Anyways, um, but yeah, you're right. Kill a Kill is actually. Pro- I totally forgot about that show. Um, Trigger. Yeah, and that recently was uh, announced to be getting a dub. Yes, yep. it is. Uh, they're going to yeah, be announcing be... the dubcast at. Uh, Anime Expo. I think it'd be very mm-hmm. stupid for that one not to get a dub. Yeah, the, like I said, they're going to be um, announcing the dubcast at Anime Expo. Now, one Everybody show... Wants... <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, one show I think that's not Sailor Moon that could still help uh, get a strong female uh, attention and demographic for the block? Inuyasha, mm-hmm. the final act. Yes, I knew right. I was going to say that. That could give, you know, I mean, Inuyasha at this point has a Toonami legacy. That's the chunk that has a, a higher female audience with Inuyasha. Yeah, well, that's something that a lot of people have gone for, too, is like, uh, hey, we got Sailor, we got a, uh, yeah, Sailor, we got a uh, Inuyasha, so when's Final Act coming out? And we don't know. Toonami doesn't know. First of all, where are we going to have room for it at this point? Secondly, what else, what do you want us to do? And we got. I don't have a lot. Yeah, I mean, Inuyasha was well, always one of those shows. This fall. I mean, Inuyasha was always one of those shows that uh, Adult Swim said this that brought in a very large female audience for them, so uh, an audience that they weren't really looking for. But hey, nice to have. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I mean, I guess that doors are kind of already been broken down by Inuyasha. But I think when when they were looking at Inuyasha, though, we were like, hey, cool half demon boy. Not so much Kagome, who actually is the main character of that show. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, for Sailor Moon, there's no mistaking who the fucking main character is. Uh, ah, yeah. well. 
I hate to even bring it up, but uh, Lucy is the protagonist of Fairy Tale. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not saying that female protagonist shows don't exist on Toonami. We had Mitoko. Mr. Shell, Matoko Kusanagi. Yeah. We, sure. we, of course, have a Ravi on Black Lagoon currently, and there's tons of kick-ass females on that show. Tons of kick-ass females, uh, some we've even yet to see on um, on uh, Attack on Titan. So, Yeah, but okay, but Attack on, when we say that Attack on Titan, the closest person to a main character is Mikasa. Uh, the, but yeah. the main character is, on that show, is... Um, Despair. Is Aaron. Yeah, good point. Despair. <laughs> it's despair. Despair. Um, <laughs> and even even on Black Lagoon, I guess you could kind of argue that Rock is actually the main character on that show. Matoko well, is actually, the main character of Ghost in the Shell, period. Mm-hmm. That just is, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to think that Rock and Revy uh, share the spotlight. Yeah, yeah I, do, I do. I do, too. Do. But mm-hmm. I, so, I could see people making the argument that Rock is the main character of that show. He is the he main is the character, one, man. He's the one doing the narration. Yeah, but he's a, like... To be honest, in a way, he's like in a twilight, man. And then Revy's like the fucking anti-hero, so she Whoa. can't have a good and bad points at times. But mm. I love that badass. I, and I think I, I'm not trying to say that females don't have a presence on Toonami because that's not true. I mean, Sakura is a strong female character on that show. <laughs> I know people. I know people like love to hate on that, but if you, like I've never seen Sakura. Should have not- started with Nami and Robin. I think Nami and yeah, Robin. Yeah, it's Nami Robin. and Robin are far superior. Okay, I uh, haven't, Rukia, I haven't yeah. seen why uh, Sakura is so useless. Like everybody keeps telling me she's useless, but I'm like, in she's this past in episode, a good fight right now. Yeah, in this past episode, I'm like, she's actually doing exactly what she needs to do she's actually got this guy on the road i think this is like the highlight of her career in shippuden okay i don't know that because i haven't <laughs> seen that far i'm literally watching with toonami asuka was a better character than sakura there i said it well asuka is just yeah. an awesome character all around asuka langley sorry yes. yeah or shikinami depending on soryu <laughs> fuck shikinami sorry i don't care <laughs> it's soryu sorry i'm an oh, ever fan Baca. i kind of had to have, have Can't that forget uh... yeah exactly Maka was good. Shido. Um, yep. Yeah, so if you look at the female characters on Black Lagoon, man, Balalaika, Revy. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not saying that female Roberta, characters like, don't off soccer, I'm not I saying that no fe- strong female language. characters don't exist on Toonami. That's not what I'm saying. But in a main starring role, like the main character of the show, we have Matoko Kusanagi. And mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, clearly so, we need Michiko and Hachin. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, that that would be. A, that I still think that would be awesome. That seems to be a great suggestion for uh, Toonami. I'm actually going through the Hulu list like of anime choice for when Black Lagoon ends. Yeah, well, if you haven't seen uh, Michiko Nachin, people, uh, you should. It's a really good show. It's basically what a Tarantino anime almost. Um, they called Ooh. it um, the way they uh, termed it at the um, premiere screening at Anime Boston last year was the Brazilian Bebop. At, so, which at might the be risk of pissing people off. I'm going to go ahead and say Blood Sea. You know what? Um, how about just? To, well, I mean, if they could somehow I just license like violence Blood on that Plus. show. It's super fun. Yeah. Well, actually, if you um, Blood if Plus is a little, Plus. little old, man. Yeah, but and it looks. You, you could say. You could like say. Crap. I would say Nana, man, but you know. No, Nana's not an action show, though. I know that's the whole. That's thing. a great it's show, not, but not yeah, an not, show. Uh, it's not no, an action not. show, though. But you know, what about uh, someone's gonna shoot me? Vampire Night. 
I don't know that one, so... Uh, I'm that's going that's to you. No, no sketch. That's more of a shoujo <laughs> show. So, no. Oh, yeah, it's a shoujo of show. But... I mean, what do you yeah. think uh, What do you think Monica and Sailor Moon are? Yeah, well, but... No, Monica better, I'm talking, yeah. like, better shoujo shows. Like, Vampire Night tastes like diabetes, whereas Sailor Moon is like, you know... <laughs> hey, we the date. manga is way better than the goddamn anime. You know what would be fun? Mm-hmm. And I would love it? Mm-hmm. Birdie the Mighty Decode. Oh, yeah, that's a good yeah, one. I never saw that one. Never Female saw it. protagonist, long-standing anime franchise, modern enough, Funimation's got it. There's a dub. 51 episodes. Female lead. You said that twice. <laughs> female lead. That's three times. <laughs> Shut Led up. by a female. How about Toriko? I just want I honestly Toriko makes me hungry just there because of the long run of the show. I, that's I just said Toriko because it passed by my Hulu thing. Yeah, I'm going down the list of Hulu <laughs> shows right now myself. Oh, are you? Yes, I am. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're all uh, doing that now. <laughs> oh, okay. What about um, Gargantua of the Virtuous Planet? And look, I know the main character is a guy, but there's also a very strong female presence on that one. I uh, think heck, there was a strong female presence in friggin' um, IGPX. Yeah, of course. I mean, two two of the main characters. Three characters. Here we go. Here's another visual. Capellion. Capellion seems very slow for Toonami from what I saw. I've never eh, seen it. True. Um, I've seen exactly one episode of the show today, but from what I've seen, <laughs> it seems like a female is the main character of the show. Psychopaths. Yes, uh, Psychopaths oh, looks pretty yes. good. It's it has uh, that murder mystery feel, and it's another Urobuchi anime. Um, same I'm guy that made Comic Magica. Magica. It, yeah, I've seen exactly one episode. episode of this show. I literally saw it today. Um, very Ghost in the Shell vibe from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a new take on Ghost in the Shell. Which, well, no, Arise is a new take on Ghost in yeah. the Shell. <laughs> but this existed before Arise. But I, I mean, if you want, uh, still. <laughs> if we could go back in time, and it's a production IG show, and it's a production. Yeah, I was about to say that too. I was about to be like, and the know. soundtrack is so good. <laughs> we could go back in time to like early two thousands. Get Magical Shopping Arcade, Abinobashi. Abinobashi. <laughs> Uh, that was a good show. Yeah. Was that an action show though? No, it was it was a comedy like show. Right now. Every episode was a different genre almost. So, Anyways, like Space Dandy. So I think at the point. Uh, what about Kay? I see a girl as the main character here. Uh, actually, it's oh. a really re- it's a bishy guy. So, what? I watched the first episode. <laughs> it's not of a girl. Uh, Shonen guy. Kay is an interesting show. Are you sure the the pink-haired girl is not a girl? Oh, the pink-haired girl. Uh, I thought you were talking about the white-haired guy. No, she's the one in the center of the thing here. Yeah, well, uh, we don't see any of her in the first episode, so oh, well, I've only watched one episode. <laughs> Never mind. There's always Kenichi, the Mightiest Disciple. That's a definitely an action show with a literally strong female uh, presence. Almost yeah. main character. And there's also High School of the Dead, which we could do that. Why not? Yeah. Oh, um, hey. Just throwing That's out shows show. with females in them at this That's point. That's another show. That's another yeah. show that a ton of people have asked for. Way to get Car Captain Soccer. Girls in Panza. I think Car well, Captain Soccer is a little old. Well, the new DVD, uh, the new release, isn't that having the like English language dub from another country for the whole uh, series? I don't know. <laughs> Please don't play that. <laughs> 
yeah, it's, it's probably, a little old, but <laughs> it's probably one of those ones that was like overseas in the Philippines, so it's not that great. It's like the uh, yeah, it's, it's like the Yu-Gi-Oh uncut dub <laughs> that exists. Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> hey, I sat through a uh, Philippine dub of Common Rider Kabuto. I have a high tolerance level. You poor bastards. Apparently, you do. Yeah, seriously, dude. That's you're still watching Common Rider. I mean, man. Okay. Hey, Paul Paul keeps Ooh, shots fired. We're talking about Urobochi. He's writing the current one. Hey, and it's kind of bad. Colorado is fucking classic, though, man. Anyway, let's uh, oh, let's <laughs> focus. Yeah, sorry. Back to the vaginas. Uh, I'm, I'm oh god! Completely <laughs> honest. Completely honest. I I have no problem with them playing the original Sailor Moon. It's a completely new dub. It'll be on cuts. They It'll probably be I don't either. won't be able to play it on children's television anymore. So yeah, I know lesbians, <laughs> but. Well, I mean, like, I guess you could. I'm, I'm sure if they got an offer from Cartoon Network proper or Nicktoons or any of those channels, I'm sure they would be like, oh, let's. Hey, they don't the want pro- girl shows. Well, but if they were to get an offer from them, because they'd be stupid to pass up a, a big franchise like that. If they wanted it, I'm sure Viz would be willing to accommodate an uncut, uh, a edited version of, of their uncut dub. Oh, probably. They, you know, that would be easy for them to. As long as somebody's willing to give them the money. Yeah, if they get paid for the show, why not? Just do it. Unless yeah, that's exactly. some part of their But content. it is still a, a very old show. Yeah, it still is a very old show, so that would be a problem. But, you know, that didn't, that didn't could, stop people from Dragon Ball Kai. Ah, well. Yeah, but Dragon Ball Z fans are a certain special breed, whereas uh, Sailor Moon fans, they just, wanted, they, it. They just wanted to see it on DVD. I kind of look new. Sort Kinda. of, but not really, because it's still old footage, and it looks old. Like, yeah. when they use the new stuff, it's like, alright, that's new. But for the most part, it's like, no, the, most of that's old. I think and it looks pretty tell. good. Except for some of those redrawn scenes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, some of those redrawn scenes go from <laughs> awesome... So go from, no, they go from, like, awesome to, like, what the hell? To Samurai Seven episode <laughs> that off model. Now Samurai they're not 7 even episode. doing redrawn scenes for Boo Saga. They're just <laughs> totally being caring. lazy. <laughs> I like fuck it. Anyways, but no, this Sailor Moon. It from the footage that we've seen, it looks like it's holding up pretty well. We've seen no mm-hmm. footage I, of it. Oh, are you talking about the old one? Yeah, no, we're talking, I'm talking about, about the trailer. Yeah, we're talking about the trailer for uh, the Sailor Moon Blu-rays. Look good. Yeah. And we did have one oh, line fantastic. of up dialogue. At the yeah. End. Now, I will hold judgment of whether or not I want this on Toonami by hearing the dub. <laughs> I think we've kind of gotten off topic, which is fine. Uh, but I think, I think overall our point was just like, hey, there's an audience for this stuff that I think can still appeal to men as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we're oh, all, absolutely. We're all five dudes who are talking about fucking girly shows. I mean, I would like to put that more elegantly, but my man brain is not letting me, ladies, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> man brain not work so good yeah. right now. All Girl five. shows. But we're, Crave we're, KFC. But I think there's still an audience out there for, you know, there is a big female audience that we could tap into while not alienating our male audience completely. Like, I think that's a really... I think it's a it's an option worth exploring, and I think Sailor Moon is kind of the show to do it with. Um, it's also it's also a line that Tsunami has towed before. Yeah. So, so I say let's do it. But uh, I think we've kind of exhausted this topic because at this point we're just naming shows. 
Yeah, well, you could actually go with Yarman Gun if you really want to go there, though. Yeah, mm. we could. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, seriously, you got, you got Coco, man. She's a fucking sociopath that's pretty much bipolar. She pretty much is have, Coco. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you really do have a strong female presence there, but you got action violence and, hell, man, a lot of fucking explosions and some booty boobs here there. Hey, it pleases everybody. Shut up. Well, you knew what I was going to so, say. So uh, I, I think we're going to go ahead and end this topic before we get into Queensblade and La Blue Girl. And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> which also have very strong female presences, but not in a good uh, way. Freezing. <laughs> we're going to move on now. Um, Planet Cuties. Uh, stop. Stop. Stop forever. <laughs> I like Titan that. Maximum. Titan, Ma- Titan Maximum. Sounds awesome. like a condom. It's not. Yeah. Anyway, does doesn't it? It had two female leads. We need to move on. <laughs> we need like to seeing... end the show. Oh, that's one more than Voltron, I guess. We we really do need to end the show. We've been recording for an hour and a half. Two, this one's going one, out two, three, to all four. the ladies. I am Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon, by the time you well i guess there's a couple of days left for our momocon fundraiser please help us get some fun so we can rent that extra camera either way we are still going to get uh whatever we raise and if we don't make the full amount then uh we'll we'll put that money towards something else but we would like to get the full amount please and thank you uh, but if you don't want to do that and you still want to donate to us for whatever reason, even though this is way more urgent, you can still donate to us uh, by going to TunamiFaithful.com slash donate, or you can buy a t-shirt. Uh, they're $10 and you get Nerdcore Absolution Volume 1 for free. Please ask about bigger and smaller sizes. Um, and if you want to help us out in a non-monetary way, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and subscribe. Sorry, I forgot to say that. Rate and review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Podomatic, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Toonami Podcast, and follow our Tumblr account at ToonamiFaithfulOfficial.tumblr.com. And visit podcast.toonamifaithful.com for all the old episodes of the podcast. <sighs> Chad, where can they find you? You can find me at chadbonin.com. You can find me on Twitter at chadbonin. You better do either one of those if you want to get your question answered at the Toonami panel. Can, can you ask a question for me since I, I probably won't be able to ask? Submit it to the Toonami. Or <laughs> submit it to me. Okay. Is the question. Can't I just tell you? You might whisper it in my ear. Okay. You can be the man behind the throne. Okay. You'll whisper sweet nothings into your ear. I, I do that already, but I actually do have a question. Anyways, <laughs> Sketch, where can they find you? You can find me at Sketch1984 on Twitter. You can tumble with me, sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me silly questions on ask.fm backslash sketch1984. Uh, Jim, where can they find you? Um, you can find me at ZeroAlucard27 on Twitter. You can also find me on Tumblr at UniCentury. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Darrell, where can they find you? You can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. If you want to tumble with me, you can do that at ukami samurai7.tumblr.com. And if you want to send me emails, which you bitches ain't going to do anyway, send that to Darrell Maddox at tsunamifaithful.com. You can find me at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O. That's at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O on Twitter. You can also follow me on Tumblr at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O dot tumblr.com. Uh... 
and you can follow our website in general at Toonami Faithful or at Toonami News on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, please visit our website at ToonamiFaithful.com. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I'm already exhausted, and Momocon hasn't even happened yet. Jesus. I have so much stuff to do this week. Uh, please look forward to our coverage. Uh, thank you, Chad, for coming on the show and giving all that information. Thank you for having me. I hope to see everybody there. Thank you to Sketch and Rel for taking over while we're away. Thank you to all of you guys for listening to our show. Uh, we can't wait to bring you much more content. We hope you've enjoyed it. And to all the ladies uh, we were trying to make happy by talking about female-oriented shows, we're really sorry that mm-hmm. all of our comments came off as incredibly sexist. We're sorry, a bunch Mom. of guys. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. I am a nice guy, they tell me. So He finishes oh. last all the time. <laughs> I've come to understand that being a nice guy means you're a creep. Yes. Good night, everybody. Anyways, good night, everybody. Peace. We are out. Deuces! In 1969, the first man stepped on the moon, and history was made. Now, get ready to make history again. Blast off with the most powerful series in 25 years, Sailor Moon. She took Japan by storm, and now she's coming here. Sailor Moon is number one in France, Italy, Spain, Hong Kong, and Japan. And now she's sailing to the USA. Record-breaking ratings and shares. Sailor Moon is the biggest sales and merchandising phenomenon ever in Japan. Bigger than Power Rangers and Turtles combined. We're talking serious moon power. One and a half billion dollars of retail sales, and now it's coming here with massive sales support from Bandai. With Carmen Sandiego, Deke demonstrated that a female action-adventure lead can appeal to both boys and girls. Sailor Moon has the same universal audience appeal. Girls will love Sailor Moon's transformation from everyday schoolgirl to glamorous superhero. Boys will love the non-stop action. 
This is an action-adventure series that will blow your mind. With powers granted by a celestial guardian named Luna, who takes the form of a black cat, and with the magic of her secret incantation, Moon Power, an ordinary high school girl named Victoria transforms into the superhero known as... Sailor Moon! Her friend Blue becomes... Sailor Mercury! Her friend Sarah becomes... Sailor Jupiter! Her friend Dana becomes... Sailor Mars! Her friend Carrie becomes... Sailor Venus! The sailors are aided by a mysterious stranger known only as the Masked Tuxedo. The sailors have sworn to protect Earth against the wicked Queen Beryl and her alien allies from another dimension. They've come to take over our world, and only Sailor Moon and her friends can stop them. Moon Power! Over 90 million fans worldwide can't be wrong. Blast off for the moon. Sailor Moon. Coming this fall from Deke.